Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. In just two days, the Federal Reserve is meeting. The entire world of investors is waiting for this meeting. Crypto, traditional, you name it. As it stands, there are two likely scenarios from this meeting. One will be good news for crypto, the other less good news. In today's call, I will explain both scenarios, explain which one is more likely to occur, and explain how it all impacts your crypto. So if you hold any crypto at all, please stick around until the end of this call. It's going to be really important for you. Let's begin with some context. Let's look at the BTC, Ethereum, altcoin market charts and understand how the charts are behaving in the run-up to this big event. Because remember, any crypto market analysis is useless without at least an understanding or overview of how the current charts are performing. BTC is more or less flat on the 24 hour, currently trading, at least thankfully, above the psychological 20k level. Ethereum in contrast is slightly down on the 24 hour, but still we see that it is pretty much in a range currently trading around about that 1.5k level. So how do we interpret this? Perhaps this range-bound activity shows that investors are nervous for what's coming up in two days, they understand the gravity of the situation, and they're adopting a bit of a wait-and-see approach, not wanting to take a big buy or sell position in anticipation of what is coming up in just two days. Interestingly, the altcoin markets tell a slightly different story. Whilst BTC and ETH are pretty much neutral on the 24-hour, we can see that Shiba Inu and Dogecoin, for example, are down almost almost 9 and 7% respectively on the 24 hour. What might explain this? When altcoins defy this overall trend that's been established by BTC and ETH, it's usually because there are bespoke factors contributing to their volatility. Specifically, last week we saw a lot of excitement from the news that Elon Musk now officially owns Twitter and of course he has been a big advocate of certain altcoins like Dogecoin and Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, meme coins did see a big pump after the news became official about Elon Musk's ownership and maybe what we're seeing today is a bit of a correction because there really was quite a lot of excitement last week so maybe investors are becoming a bit more level-headed and have absorbed the impact of that approach. In the next section of today's call, we are going to discuss the top headlines in the cryptocurrency news today. Do not make the mistake of being so laser focused on what is happening in two days that you miss out on key opportunities in the markets right now. We've used on-chain analytics to identify one altcoin that is doing particularly well. So before we really dive into what the Federal Reserve meeting is going to do for crypto, let's take a look at what Elon Musk's ownership of Twitter is going to do for crypto. Elon Musk is finally the official owner of Twitter. The months-long saga ended with Musk walking into Twitter literally carrying a sink. His theatrics certainly make for great headlines. You'll remember the saga began when Elon Musk purchased a 9% stake in the company. After announcing that he was the biggest shareholder, Twitter offered him a seat on their board, which he would initially accept, then decline. Musk then offered to buy Twitter at a significant premium, but his offer was refused. After threatening a hostile takeover, he ended up signing a deal to buy the company, but later attempted to back out. Twitter executives may objected to Musk's purchase proposal initially, but when he attempted to terminate the deal, the company's legal team asked the courts to step in. Before a complicated trial began, Musk finally made good on the proposal. 
Within hours of closing the deal, Musk reportedly fired four of the company's top executives, including CEO Parag Agrawal, COO Ned Siegel, legal and policy head Vijaya Gate, and general counsel Sean Edgett. So why the sink? Musk used the phrase, let that sink in, but speculators are pointing to the phrase, everything but the kitchen sink. Whatever the meaning, Musk admits he probably paid too much for the company, which could explain his capricious behavior regarding the deal. What could this mean for cryptocurrency? Potentially more free speech. Elon Musk's always been an advocate of that. Potentially crypto wallets on Twitter. That has been rumored in the news. And finally, and perhaps most importantly, less scam bots. Elon Musk has been very vocal on how damaging these scam bots are to Twitter. And of course, in crypto Twitter, they're associated with scams. So hopefully the crypto Twitter scene becomes a much safer one. Let us look at a couple more headlines at that big opportunity identified using on-chain analytics. And then we'll go into the Fed meeting in two days and how it impacts your crypto. Big Bane plays. A group of Stanford undergrads will have more to show for one of their projects than an A+. Notebook Labs was the product of a Stanford hackathon called TreeHacks, hosted in February of this year. The startup was founded by a group of undergraduates with the goal of user privacy preservation in the crypto space. A group of students raised $3.3 million in seed funding round led by Bain Capital Crypto to be used for building the development team, scaling the infrastructure and funding for security audits for the platform. Zero knowledge proofs are a central part of the approach Notebook is taking to solving the privacy concerns coming to the forefront of the industry. Protocols would be able to use Notebook's login technology to achieve verification requiring personal information without the requirement of taking custody of that information. Co-founder of Notebook Labs, Solel Afota, also took care to mention that credit scoring systems that offer low collateralized loans by allowing DAOs to check the identity of their users in a privacy perversing way could be an ideal application for the technology the startup is advancing. The emphasis on crypto education isn't isolated to university-led hackathons and initiatives either. A recent study revealed that 64% of the US blockchain-versed parents want crypto taught in schools. Furthermore, Coinbase found that 42% of the world's top 50 universities are now offering at least one course on crypto or blockchain technology. So whatever happens at the Fed, the headlines help us to understand that crypto is too big of a force now to ignore. We now move on to that exciting opportunity using on-chain analytics. And remember, as soon as we've discussed that, we are moving straight on to the Fed meeting in two days and what it means for your crypto. In the noise of a Fed meeting, do not overlook what is happening in Arbitrum right now. Continue to look for trending projects in a bear market. This is how. We can identify opportunities by finding sectors where adoption is increasing in spite of market conditions. User metrics include number of active wallets and number of transactions. Using this approach, we can identify one hot ecosystem right now, Arbitrum. The number of daily transactions on Arbitrum just hit all-time highs. This is in the context of a macro downtrend of transaction numbers in crypto. This flurry of activity signals that users have found a reason to actively participate. Where this is the case, profit is often found. Now that we have identified sectors with profitable opportunities, we must do further research. One method is to track smart money. The below chart shows the proportion of smart money wallets on Ethereum that are also active on Arbitrum, broken down by their smart money type. Over 70% of all airdrop pros are active on Arbitrum. This reflects wallets that have received a significant amount of tokens across multiple airdrops. Over 60% of first mover staking wallets are active on Arbitrum. This reflects crypto users that have repeatedly deposited into established staking pools during their early stages. 55% of smart NFT sweepers are active on Arbitrum. This reflects wallets that have bought large amounts of NFTs from the same collection in the same day. 
Using this methodology, we have identified that smart money is looking at three key money-making opportunities on Arbitrum, airdrops, staking, and NFT sweeping. Now I'll give you three steps you can use to take advantage of this data. First of all, use this process to identify more opportunities. Spikes in activity can signal opportunities for profit. Using tools such as Nansen is a great starting point. Remember, a bear market is a great time to build and learn. A lot of other crypto influencers have disappeared during this time, but of course we are still here. We are still looking for opportunities and using this time to increase and deepen our knowledge of the crypto markets and share that knowledge with you. Next, look into the three money-making opportunities on Arbitrum. Tracking Smart Money has revealed the exact methods in which they are looking for profits. Do your own research to vet these methods for yourself. And finally, build a system to identify opportunities consistently. Being profitable in crypto requires you to make consistent gains. Finding one opportunity is not enough. Now then, let's talk FOMC. One of the most anticipated events in the markets is right around the corner. With its own literal trackdown, the next FOMC or Federal Open Market Committee meeting is in exactly two days and 13 hours. At the time of this recording, the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee is a meeting of the Central Bank of the United States, the world's greatest economy. At this meeting, they discuss what interest rate policies they are going to set. In other words, whether they will keep interest rates the same, higher or lower. As we just said, the US is the greatest economy in the world. Whatever policy they decide has implications and impact that can be felt all across the world. So I'll explain both scenarios of this meeting. At the next FOMC meeting, there are two likelihoods or scenarios that are currently being priced in or predicted by the global markets. The first is a 50 basis point interest rate increase. The second is a 75 basis point interest rate increase. So in both scenarios, it looks like interest rates are being increased. That seems undisputed. What does an interest rate increase mean? Of course, it means that it is more expensive to borrow money. So spending, building, investing becomes less attractive and you earn more interest on your deposits or savings at a bank. So saving, not spending becomes more attractive. Of course, cryptocurrency is an investment, so making interest rates higher or making it get more expensive to spend money is not usually a good thing for cryptocurrency. So generally finding ourselves in this environment where rates are only going up already isn't a great thing. So we are looking really for the lesser of two evils here. We are looking for a smaller interest rate increase as the better scenario for the cryptocurrency markets. Unfortunately, a smaller increase that 50 basis point increase is currently priced in at about 19% and a 75 basis point increase or much more aggressive increase is much more likely according to the markets at 81%. So it looks like in two days time, the market is gonna be hit with another aggressive interest rate hike. What does this scenario mean for crypto? It will probably mean that the crypto markets continue to be in a sell or bearish territory. However, if we see a 50 basis point increase, so the less aggressive hike, this could be really game-changing for the cryptocurrency markets. It would indicate the beginning of the end of the aggressive interest rate hikes that have caused so much damage to cryptocurrency. This scenario looks unlikely, but allow me to warn you when I say that Fed meetings have been notoriously unpredictable. This is not a sure deal, it is not a done game, and that 50 basis point scenario, that less aggressive hike, which is better news for crypto, is not off the tables. 
So a 75 basis point hike looks more likely. That is going to be likely to be more damaging to your cryptocurrency, but 50 basis points is not out of the question. And it will be the better scenario for your cryptocurrency because it will create a more risk on environment. And cryptocurrency is a risk on asset that people have more appetite in a market where risk is encouraged and favored. So how can you prepare for the Fed meeting? First and foremost, you'll want to note down the exact time of the meeting, which is 6pm GMT. Take a second to figure out what that means for whatever time zone you are in. At this exact time, the interest rate decision will be released and we have pretty much in a pattern routinely seen that the cryptocurrency and Bitcoin in particular prices react either with a sharp bid or sharp sell-off at this exact time. So you want to put that in your diaries, Wednesday 6pm GMT, you are likely going to see volatility in the Bitcoin chart, be prepared for that. Next up at 6.30pm GMT, there is the press conference. You can't just hang your hat at 6 p.m. and say, okay, I found out that the interest rate hike is, let's say, either 50 basis points or 75 basis points, time to go home and have dinner and watch TV. Actually, the FOMC press conference is often ignored, but a very important part of this meeting as well. This is where Jerome Powell makes a speech, and you best believe that every single word in that speech is going to be absolutely scrutinized by the markets. He might do a 75 basis point interest rate hike, but have soft or dovish language about how the economy is recovering, and that might cancel out the effect of the sharp interest rate hike. Or on the flip side, we might see a 50 basis point hike, but in his speech, he might say that it looks very likely that next month is going to be a 75 basis point hike, for example, and then that cancels out. So remember to take these two data points together in confluence. And after his speech, which is so heavily scrutinized, remember there is usually a Q&A session as well. The way Jerome Powell answers his questions and there have been slip-ups or fumbles in the past in Q&As can be a game breaker as well. And my last tip for how cryptocurrency investors or holders can prepare for what's going on in the Fed, I would urge you to recognize that the story doesn't end there. We've got another huge data point coming out on Friday. Non-farm payrolls reveal the current state of the US labor market and they are due on Friday at 12.30 p.m. GMT. These are released on the first Friday of every single month. The expectation is that the labor market numbers are going to come in much softer at 220k versus 263k last time. If this does materialize, it will be a very good sign that the market is contracting or cooling down. Remember, the reason the Fed is increasing interest rates is so that inflation or growth in the economy doesn't get out of control. They want to see the rate of growth in the economy go down. So if we see a scenario where we get a 75 basis point hike on Wednesday, but that labor market number on Friday comes in way softer than anticipated, we might still see a bit of a rally going into next weekend because it will look like at the next FOMC meeting, the one coming up after this one, interest rates will start being on a downward trend. So what do we make of all this? Perhaps that fundamental analysis is a living, breathing thing, not an exact science that we have to be up to date every single day, be looking at evidence and data points every single day to really have anything close to a accurate representation of what is going on. Lacon, that is goodbye in Thai.